You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Saints, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ross Jackson here at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. Keeping the intro simple again today because I want to remind you, no matter how it is that you're taking in the show, whether it's on your favorite podcast platform or you're watching on YouTube, there are links in the description that will help you help others, right? You got everything going on right now in the Gulf Coast region, people affected by Hurricane Ida. There are links in the description that will allow you to help, whether it's remote work, donations, whatever it is that you want to do to be helpful. We got some resources for you. And if you're watching on YouTube, drop more resources in the comments. And then if you want to share anything on Twitter that you want me to share out, just send it over to me. On today's episode, we're going to talk about roster cuts, the 4 p.m. Eastern time deadline approaches. And we're going to be talking about it all here on Locked on Saints. Saints have already made some notable cuts. We'll talk about who might be back, who's on their way out, and who could potentially be joining the team with some notable cuts cut elsewhere. And then with the help of our Locked on experts, we have some notable names to also keep an eye out on throughout the day. So we have all that for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. All right, family, glad to be here with you. Once again, an honor and a pleasure. I hope to be able to provide you with a little bit of a distraction again today and uh, keep you up to date with everything going on with your favorite football team, your favorite sports team, the New Orleans Saints. If you want to hear more as well, there's like an hour-long episode of the Ultimate Season Preview up today, previewing the AFC South. Saints will be taking on the Titans this year, so if you want to know what's going on with the Titans and the outlook uh, across the AFC South of that team, you can go ahead and listen to that podcast as well. Keep you entertained for a little while if you need it over on the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 podcast feed. That one's not on YouTube, it's just on podcast, but we're here on YouTube. Hi, everybody. If you can see me, appreciate you being here. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about roster cuts. First of all, I want to be very, very clear about roster cuts. These are human beings that are losing their jobs. So we will not be making any jokes about anybody that was notable and cut or anything like that. But we are going to cover this news because as you can see, there are players from other teams being released that could immediately impact the Saints. We'll talk about that in our second segment. But to start off today, I want to talk about some of the notable cuts that have already been made by the New Orleans Saints. Now, we've seen some cuts that we did expect. Shaq Smith, Brian Mills, some of these guys that didn't really get any opportunities or much opportunity during the preseason. Certainly didn't. Certainly, you saw those opportunities wane a bit after the, uh, the, the final preseason game ended up being canceled as well. And of course, all for good reason when it comes down to that. So the Saints just had to make some tough decisions. And Sean Payton hates this, by the way. He hates making roster cuts, and he hates making roster cuts while he had to fly their families out of town, right? So, Or, or he's having to make roster cuts while the families are out of town. And, and so he hates doing this from this sort of remote location. Remember, they're in Dallas right now and everything. So uh, again, it's another reason why we're going to treat this with respect outside of the fact that simply these are human beings. But as we get these cuts that continue to roll in, and you're going to see me look at my phone if you're watching me on YouTube, you're just going to see it all the time because I want to make sure that I'm keeping you up to date with everything going on. There have been some notable cuts that have made by the New Orleans Saints, but remember that these cuts aren't always uh, fixed in finality, right? You're not done, and no doesn't mean never when it comes to the New Orleans Saints in particular. So let's like take a look at some of the cuts that we know are kind of, this ship has sailed. Uh, Brian Mills, uh, you know, the, the early one that we mentioned in Shaq Smith, those guys seem pretty certain. Devontae Freeman was cut earlier today as well. That one might have been a little bit of a surprise to some people, not much of a surprise to me. It just depends upon where you saw the running back room. Uh, the big question is going to be Latavius Murray. Are they going to keep Latavius Murray? Are they going to move on from Latavius Murray? I think that they keep him and it ends up being Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, 
and uh, Tony Jones Jr. and Dwayne Washington as your running backs, your four running backs there. But one of the notable cuts that also came from the backfield was Alex Arma. Now, but there might be a reason for this. So Alex Arma is a player that is a vested veteran. That basically means that even though he gets waived, he can still basically choose wherever it is that he wants to sign. So there's probably an agreement in place here that the Saints needed this roster flexibility so that they can move players to injured reserve. Michael Thomas, uh, Will Lutz, for instance, will definitely be moved to injured reserve. Traquan Smith could potentially be moved to injured reserve. Uh, Adam Troutman could be moved to injured reserve. Those are all players that could potentially make the roster here because they moved on because they they waived Alex Armour to open up a roster spot. Now those players make the roster. Then once they make the roster, they can go to injured reserve, meaning that they only have to miss three games. Remember, injured reserve rules stay the same this year as they were last year. Only three games required or a minimum of three games required on injured reserve. So there's a world in which that happens. And then Alex Armour finds his way back to the New Orleans Saints, sort of in a previous conversation type of like verbal agreement, right? We're going to release you here. We're going to waive you at roster cuts, but we're just doing it so that we can open up the roster spot, send somebody into reserve, and then we want to have you back. Another player that ended up being waived that I think maybe uh, you know shook around a couple of folks, maybe shook a couple of folks was Kawan Baker, the young rookie, uh, the first rookie wide receiver that the Saints have drafted since 2018 after they drafted Traquan Smith. Juan Baker out of Southern Alabama. But the fact of the matter is that he's one of those players that ended up being sort of at the detriment of not being able to have that third preseason game. Would have given him an opportunity to go out there and show something, didn't get to. The good news for the New Orleans Saints is that he does become a receiver that they can move to the practice squad and bring him back that way. So again, no doesn't mean never when it comes to these New Orleans Saints. So even though they moved on from Kawan Baker at this time, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him end up back on the Saints roster as a part of the practice squad. And the last notable cut that I want to highlight here, at least at the time of this recording, is wide receiver Aesop Winston. Now, Winston and Winston, the connection was there a little bit during training camp, as well as a couple of times during the preseason. But the thing that was most impressive about uh, Winston of the Aesop variety was the fact that he also handled a lot of the return duties in place of Deontay Harris. So if the Saints are going to be without Deontay Harris at any point this season, whether it's to begin the season, whether it's because whether it's in the middle of the season, sort of like what happened with PJ Williams, then Winston would be a good player to hold on to on the roster. But if the expectation again is that they move on from him and then potentially bring him back after they move somebody to injured reserve, this could be another player that we see return to this New Orleans Saints roster. Remember, the initial 53 man roster would be very different from the week one roster which would be very different from the week two roster because any players that the Saints wait or any that in any team across the NFL wait until after week one to sign, then have non-guaranteed contracts. So you could walk away with a more team-friendly deal with a post-week one signing waiting to bring somebody back until that point. So all of this is going to be very interesting to continue to watch as the initial 53-man roster takes fold. It's not only happening for the New Orleans Saints, though, it's also happening around the NFL. Cam Newton was released today. That sent some waves across the NFL, but there are some other players released that could actually benefit the Saints, as well as the players that uh, the Saints are already have in their buildings. We'll talk about those, particularly a couple of wide receivers, as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. As the Saints 53-man roster begins to take shape, you get a better idea of what this team looks like going into the 2021 season. Same thing across the NFL. Now is the time to start to get in on those week one lines. Uh, Some people start a little early, 
I always wait for the 53-man rosters to at least have some indication of what they're going to look like now. I feel a lot more comfortable heading over to betonline.ag and getting some for sure sort of surefire wins over there, either against the spread, uh, just straight up money line, just depends upon what you're into, even the over-unders over there as well. So all of the best uh, props, odds, and contests that they have going on over there as well, including a half million dollar mega contest, the world's largest $200,000 survivor pool, and you can also get in on the kickoff matchup game that they've got going on for the September 9th. Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers matchup. Uh, you can go ahead and put a wager down there. And even if you lose, you can get that money back up to $25 by using the promo code NFL100. And if you sign up right now, either on your laptop or using your mobile device, you'll get a 100% welcome bonus over at betonline.ag. Go and check them out. NFL, MLB, uh, NBA as they get closer to getting started in October. So much that you can bet on and even uh, electronic casino games as well now. So go and check them out. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, family, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Uh, cut day here, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time on this Tuesday is the deadline for all teams across the NFL to reduce their rosters from 80 to 53. The Saints have made several cuts. We talked about some of the notable ones in the first segment. As we continue to get more information, I'll continue to roll in. You know how it goes. We're here. We're recording. It's this morning. We're going to get more of this information. And of course, I'm probably going to have something pop up while I'm editing. But don't worry, that's why we're here with you five days a week, because we'll continue to get you all the information that you need, and we'll review the full 53-man roster, the initial 53-man roster, tomorrow, and I continue to keep you up to date. I also want to tell you about our great interview coming up later on this week as well, real quick. On Thursday's episode, Jim Trotter of NFL.com, NFL Network, coming through to talk to us a bit about Jameis Winston, uh, Sean Payton, all the great folks that he's had some wonderful conversations with, and give us his insight on the New Orleans Saints in 2021. And let me tell you, it is positive. So it's going to be really great. It's a lot of fun. So very excited to share that out with all of you. Absolutely love Jim. So very glad to bring him on the show. All right. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about some of the notable cuts around the NFL that could potentially affect the New Orleans Saints. Now, I cracked a joke earlier about Cam Newton not coming to the New Orleans Saints, but going back to Carolina and saving Carolina from the error that they made in trading for Sam Darnold. We'll see if that ends up happening. But let's talk about some of the guys that could actually end up contributing to New Orleans. Now, we talked a little bit about some of the potential cornerbacks as well as wide receivers that could hit the market and how they could impact New Orleans. Well, we've already seen a couple of impactful wide receivers hit the market. Let's start off first with a guy that Jameis Winston is already familiar with. You remember the name if you were around and listening to the show uh, at the time of free agency, Brashad Perryman. He was somebody that I really wanted the New Orleans Saints to find a way to land. He and Jameis Winston had a lot of chemistry, worked extremely well together in Tampa Bay. They had some great games up against the Atlanta Falcons in particular. You love to see it. So I really like the idea of Brashad Perriman to New Orleans. He's not the most sure-handed receiver, but if you get him in his breakaway speed, uh, getting down the field, he can reel those in for you. So he and Jameis Winston, already a dynamic duo when they were in Tampa together and they were trying to sort of combat the injuries of Mike or to Michael, Mike uh, Evans, as well as uh, Chris Godwin. Rashad Perryman was such a big part of that game plan. So he could be a potential win for the New Orleans Saints if they are the team to land him. And this is why you don't rush into and why the New Orleans Saints in particular don't rush into signing free agents early because the same free agents that were available early can become available here again late after roster cuts Rashad Perryman 
an example of that. Now, if Rashad Perryman isn't necessarily your cup of tea, but you like big receivers with some speed, one of those guys hit the market as well, thanks to the Denver Broncos releasing former Auburn wide receiver Seth Williams, six foot three, 211 pounds, 449 speed. He's somebody that maybe can help you stretch the field, but certainly is a big body. I know that a lot of folks are very interested in Tim Patrick out of Denver as well. This guy could be a young Tim Patrick. Of course, you're not looking for somebody that's going to come in and be your number two wide receiver. If you're looking for you know, a Seth Williams, you're probably looking for somebody to come in and help with special teams and be a third, or I don't even want to say a third, maybe a fourth or a fifth option that could potentially end up taking the field. But Seth Williams could be a really interesting one. Um, he's somebody that I looked at in the draft process and liked a lot. Uh, I like his speed. I like his size. And if Kevin White, who's about the same size and probably runs at about the same speed at this point in his career after his injuries, doesn't end up making the roster, then you have Seth Williams out there as a potential younger version, I guess you can say, of today's version of Kevin White that maybe you feel a little bit more comfortable investing in. So it'd be really interesting to see what happens with Kevin White. But if Kevin White doesn't make the roster and they want somebody of that same type of build, that same type of frame, and that same type of skill set, Seth Williams could potentially be a guy to pursue. Remember, Kevin White ran a 4-3 coming into the NFL. He probably does not run a 4-3 at this time. So you're probably looking at remotely the same speed between these two in terms of game speed as opposed to straight line 40-yard dash speed, right? So this could be an interesting get for the New Orleans Saints as well. And sometimes when it comes to cut day, it's not just about the cuts. It's about the roster moves that open up roster spots for teams. And another team across the NFL has just finished up a roster move that I had heard was maybe going to happen, but wasn't too sure. Now here we are, and it, this affects the New Orleans Saints sort of by proxy, if you will. Uh, the Tampa, excuse me, the New England Patriots, according to Adam Schefter, are placing Pro Bowl cornerback Stephon Gilmore on the physically unable to perform list, which means that he will miss the first six games at least of the season, according to a source. This is in the midst of him recovering from a quad surgery at the end of the last season. Now, this affects the and impacts New Orleans Saints because as we mentioned, cornerbacks were a position that we were looking at in terms of, okay, who becomes available via trade at roster cuts, who becomes available via the market if they're cut. And so far, you know, you've seen a couple of corners out there get moved on from uh, the New York Giants, moved on from Madre Harper, who's extremely athletic, 6'1", 189 pounds, 4'4", speed, 40-inch vertical, 11'2", broad jump, physically impressive, but not a very experienced corner, only started nine games last season. So the idea here was, let's keep an eye on whether or not the New Orleans Saints would make a move for Stephon Gilmore. With Stephon Gilmore being moved to the physically unable to perform list, that seems highly unlikely at this point. So Stephon Gilmore will miss the first six games of the 2021 season. And because he's on the physically unable to perform list, we can effectively rule out a trade for the New Orleans Saints in acquiring Stephon Gilmore. So it seems to be even more likely going into the beginning of the 2021 season that the cornerback lining up opposite Marshawn Lattimore, as we expect Marshawn Lattimore to very likely be available to open up the season at this time. We still have to see how the legal process goes in Ohio, but it seems more and more likely that's going to be Ken Crawley, who's expected to be healthy for week one. Or, of course, Paulson Adebo if Ken Crawley is not. All right, family. So those are some of the notable moves around the NFL that have impacted the Saints in one way or another, either players hitting the market or players now being off the market, as the Saints could have been interested in. Coming up next, thanks to our friends here across the Locked On Podcast Network, put together some information for one another, including some notable cuts to keep an eye out on. So we'll talk about those players and who could potentially end up being beneficial for the New Orleans Saints if they hit the market. We've got that and much more coming up for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints.
All right, family of the 53, man, tune-up has finally begun. Yeah, I went there. I want to talk about tune-ups because I want to talk about rockauto.com, the best place to go for all of your auto, auto parts needs. Hope y'all enjoyed that lap as much as I did. Uh, regardless of your make, your model, the year of your car, whatever part piece or accessory that you need, uh, they could go ahead and get you taken care of over at rockauto.com. It's all the same parts that you're finding over at the chain store around the corner, but without any of the hassle and at a much cheaper price. You hear that? Same parts, cheaper price, not cheaper parts, more expensive price. Very, very different situation there. So go and check them out over at rockauto.com. They're a family business. They've been online helping customers for over 20 years now. It's pretty incredible, and it's super easy to navigate their catalog when you get there. And when you get your parts, your pieces, your accessories, whatever it is that you're looking for, and you get to check out, don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you by writing Locked On in the How to Hear About Us section, amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Now, tell me if this sounds familiar, right? You've got uh, you're streaming the game uh, on the television in, let's say, like the living room, right? Then you've got some other sort of device that is allowing you to stream your favorite shows. You're watching highlights from a different game on your phone. And then, of course, you've got your, you know, your your TD's uncle's login for, you know, all the, the good stuff, right? So you've got all that. Then you want to go ahead and try to figure out how to get all of this together, keep it all together, and get your TV together. I'm going to tell you how to do it. It's with Direct TV Stream. It's the simple way to get all of the entertainment that you love without any of the hassle. So let me tell you about it. It brings you all of the live TV as well as on-demand favorites, all of them together like never before, so that you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and TV shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no more trying to shift up schedules too because you and the friend that you're sharing the login with can't be on at the same time. You ain't got to worry about all that. It's You, you never have to buy another device ever again either because this is going to get you all taken care of. And the best part, no annual contract at all. So get rid of the clutter and all of the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more over at DirecTV dot com that's directtv.com compatible device is required and content varies by package all right family wrapping up today's episode of locked on saints talking through roster cuts so far so good nothing new has broken in terms of big roster cuts we do know though that per jane slater that the Saints have been making their roster cuts starting last night and, of course, will be down to 53 by 4 p.m. later today, 4 p.m. Eastern time later on today. Uh, we also have heard a couple of other pieces of news from the New Orleans Saints that tomorrow is their last day, Wednesday, at their current hotel in Dallas where they've been practicing, looking at potentially heading elsewhere, although some players will stay behind for a little bit longer. There were reportedly some conversations going on about going out to Oxnard, California, going out west. But it just doesn't make a lot of sense considering that they would have to go out east very quickly uh, to you know, early on in the season. So with that being the case, the Saints are looking at some potential other options depending upon what happens and if they're able to return to New Orleans uh, sooner rather than later. So certainly something that we'll continue to keep you up to date on here on Locked on Saints as we get more information on all of that. So it, it's it's a, an eerie situation. Uh, according to Gunderhill, Peyton says that the team is planning to be away for a month just to be safe, uh, said that it could be easier to reel it back for a shorter timeline if needed. So I think that that makes a lot of sense, right? You plan to be away longer and then get back sooner as opposed to plan to getting back sooner and then have to be away longer. So 
it's just a little bit of a weird situation. But let's not get too into the weeds on that because we want to talk about football here uh, and and bring you something that will delight and distract. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the work here that our fabulous folks here at the Lockdown Podcast Network have done. We all wanted to help each other out a little bit. So we went ahead and notated some notable players that could potentially be cut that are sort of on the bubble as well as some potential trade targets. And so I want to talk a little bit about wide receiver, tight end, as well as cornerback to see if there are any players that anybody from around the network has indicated could potentially be on the move or cut that could benefit the Saints. And I want to start off with our good friend Kyle Krabs over at Locked on Dolphins, who listed Jakeem Grant, the wide receiver from the Miami Dolphins. Now, Jakeem Grant is somebody that maybe doesn't isn't necessarily going to sniff the top of the receiving core for the New Orleans Saints behind guys like Marquez Calloway, Traquan Smith, as well as Deontay Harris, if available early on in the season. But he does bring you a ton of return ability if Deontay Harris is not available and if the Saints don't bring back Aesop Winston. They'll still need to figure out what they're going to do at the return position. Seems unlikely you're going to have Taysom Hill do that. Seems very unlikely that you should be having Marquez Calloway do that since he's going to be your number one receiver. So with that being the case, Maybe you go out and you look for another potential returner. Jakeem Grant could be that guy. So too, by the way, could be our good friend, uh, Lawrence Woods as well. I'm just going to put that out there. But anyway, Jakeem Grant is somebody to definitely keep an eye out on. The big question for the New Orleans Saints will be, are they going to move on from Latavius Murray, which could open up about $2.4 million, which would give them a little bit more flexibility in terms of money that they can roll into next year. Also saves them money to move on from him next year altogether but it seems that he's going to stick around. But the Saints still have money to play with as they still sit around $11 million, $10 million over the salary cap. So it's not entirely necessary that they do that if they are interested in any of these players. Uh, Looking over at the cornerback spot, uh, of course, one of the players that could potentially be traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars would be C.J. Henderson. Uh, Another guy that could potentially hit the market would be uh, another player that the the Saints would be looking at. Remember, they brought in Adonis Alexander early on this offseason. He and another player, Sam Beal, were two corners that came in via the supplementary draft a couple of years ago, and they were both very interesting prospects. Well, our good friend Patricia Trena over at Locked on Giants indicates that Sam Beal could potentially be a player to be cut. We've already seen them move on from Madre Harper. Sam Beal could be another option at the cornerback position that ends up hitting the market as well. That could be intriguing as a potential slot corner, potential cornerback depth type of player, as opposed to somebody that's going to be, you know, going to challenge for your cornerback two spot. That's maybe where CJ Henderson gets a little bit more of the conversation, but I don't really know necessarily that the Saints are going to be looking to give up assets to bring in a maybe when it comes to CJ Henderson, when you've already got Paulson Adebo, who is, I would say, hardly a separation from CJ Henderson at this point in his career. Now, there is another player that was uh, indicated from the Chicago Bears by Lauren Cox of Locked on Bears, wide receiver Riley Ridley. Now, Riley Ridley is a really interesting player because remember, he was in sort of that conversation for the top of the uh, wide receiver class the year that he came out of the draft. He stands at six foot one, number 88 with the Chicago Bears, hasn't really gotten too much opportunity. He was literally only targeted seven times in 2019, only targeted four times in 2020, though he did catch all of those passes, but he looked pretty good here during the preseason. Uh, If the New Orleans Saints wanted to take a flyer on a young receiver, Riley Ridley could be an interesting one, six foot one, 220 pounds, uh, only 25 years old, just came into the NFL in 2019 just didn't take off like the rest of those 2019 wide receivers have. Maybe a change of scenery could potentially be helpful for him if he ends up hitting the market. 
But again, will the Saints really invest in that wide receiver position or are they perfectly comfortable with what they have in the building? I mean, honestly, the answer could be both, but I'm not really going to hold my breath for the Saints to add a wide receiver. So those are some potential players that could either hit the market or by the time that you're watching or listening to this have already hit the market. If you have any other potential players that you're looking at, some notable guys that you're waiting to see, will they become available and could the Saints sign them? Let me know. Drop them in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or go ahead and shoot them over to me if you're listening to the podcast on Twitter at Ross Jackson, NOLA, N-O-L-A. And of course, you can always start up a conversation in our Locked on Saints Facebook group as well facebook.com slash group slash locked on saints. Also all great places to drop any resources or anything you want to spread the word about as well when it comes to relief efforts down south. So uh, that is our look at the roster cuts that have already been made. Some of the roster cuts that could potentially be on the way. What's going to happen with the New Orleans Saints when it comes to the linebacker spot, the running back spot, which wide receivers are going to remain, who are going to be Jameis Winston's weapons, and who's going to be that cornerback. Will the Saints add anybody? So many questions to continue to track here across the rest of the week on Locked on Saints. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the 53-man roster. On Thursday, we'll cover any big news here from Jim Trotter. And then on Friday, we'll look at what the roster looks like at the end of the week as compared to the initial 53 as we enter the weekend, the last weekend without New Orleans Saints football. Where they'll play, we'll find out. But no matter what, they will play on uh, just another Sunday from today. One more Sunday without Saints football and then we are there. I appreciate y'all as always for being here. Once again, please keep safe. Uh, keep sane. Let me know if you need anything. DMs are open at Ross Jacksonola on Twitter. And uh, always feel free to reach out. Y'all keep safe and keep each other safe as well. I will see y'all tomorrow. We will be back and we'll continue on. I'm going to be in a hotel room, but we will be back uh, checking in on some family and everything like that. So feel free to reach out on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how your mom and them. And trust you, that nation, we got this.